Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. We're back once again with a very special episode. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of this podcast? This is... I shouldn't... I feel like I was... Something was happening to my voice just then. I was like... It sounded shaking. like that filter that they add on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. This is Mom. to all the rom-coms we've loved before. That was really good, actually. <laughs> it sounded exactly like so, that filter. It was so blown out. <laughs> it's fine. Aww. It's fine. Okay, well, welcome to the podcast. For real, for real, this is to, to all, all the, the rom-coms, rom-coms we've loved before. before. I'm Sarah Kelly. I don't know why we keep trying to say it at the same time. It's so hard, but we do. I like it when we do it, so I'm happy about it. All right. And this week, we had the immense pleasure of watching. Uh, We watched To All the Boys I've Loved Before, part three, always and forever. (laughs) We love it. The end of an era. Saying goodbye to LJC. I'm so emotional. A little LJC. I'm so emotional. I know. I am going to miss Lara Jean. I feel like she's my best friend. But lucky for me, I have what is basically Lara Jean. I have you. Oh, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. And you're also basically Lara Jean because you're a Libra. So True. Yeah. But also... You and I was thinking about this as I was watching it, and I was like, no fucking wonder Sarah identifies so hard with Lara Jean because, like, you and Michael are exactly them. Oh, yeah, except we didn't meet in high school. Yeah. You met right after high school, right? But when he was in college, and I was like, oh, but you weren't. Yeah, in school at that time. I, right, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Never mind. I take part of it back. No, it's all good. But we did do the long distance thing. I didn't know they were going to do that. Spoilers. I mean, obviously, obviously, if you guys are listening, we're going to fucking spoil everything. Yeah, that's the name of the game. You know this at this point. Yeah. Watch the show. Watch the movie first. This is legitimately a a podcast for spoilers. I love it, though. (sighs) Um, Yeah, I do, too. Well, to start us off, I just want to say cheers, you guys. To our listeners and to each other, um, mostly Sarah. <laughs> cheers to you. And also cheers to Lana Condor and Jenny Han because they're the true queens. I agree. <laughs> cheers to that. Clink, clink. Cheers. Clink. Oh, I knocked my phone. If we cheers were in person, to, to I would be making eye contact with you. Same. Deeply. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, you feel it, yeah, in your soul. That's what I would hope to feel. I can't wait. Can't wait till we're back again and you make eye contact with me. It's Ooh. gonna be great. I'm gonna stare right into those baby browns. Oh man, it's gonna be like that scene where they come out with their prom dresses on. Except exactly, yeah. Except I'm gonna be the one looking, and you're gonna be the one in the in the prom dress. <laughs> and I'll be like, Perfect. wow, love it, love this and moment for like, me. I'll be like, I know, right. <laughs> Little Debbie Ryan. (laughs) Gross. Oh, my God. Okay. We're so excited to talk about this. We are. The last movie in this trilogy that started this podcast, technically. Yes. Started the whole thing for us. Our name's a pun on this. And I mean, 
Talk about emotional. I'm emotional already. Like, wow. I I can't believe we've been doing this since the first one of these movies came out. And we were like, yeah, that's called a rom-com resurgence, bitch. Yeah. And we said, viva la rom-com. You know? Viva la rom-com. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we said. But you said it better than me. Precisely. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, to just really get it gravelly. Yeah. Viva la rom-com. Oh, that was good. That was so good. Sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like you're dying a little, but it's important. You sounded to the brand. exactly like the chef in The Little Mermaid, so congratulations. You know what? That means a lot. It was to me. very spot on. That's a very specific compliment. <laughs> uh, I'm so sad. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet that this is it coming is to an end. Because it was also like very fulfilling to finally have the third movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, just real quick, like, if I could rank the movies, the first one, number one. Mm-hmm. Third one, number two. Yeah. Second one, number three. I agree. 100%. 100%. And, mm-hmm. and it felt good to end on a high. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel good. I feel good about it. Oh. Yeah. It was so good. All yeah. right. Let's hop in. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's hit it with that informal synopsis. Okay. I'm doing this, so, right? Obviously, everyone, this is spoiler time. You know the drill. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into it. One sec. Are you drinking wine out of a mug? Yeah, I didn't want to. Um, I was using this mug earlier uh, for another beverage. You want to wash another ditch. And I was just ditch, like, I'll dish. just rinse it out. It's wine time mm-hmm. now. It's two o'clock. I've watched several <laughs> seasons of the challenge and I'm here to relax today. <laughs> it's to all the rom-coms relaxation hours, baby. It really is. It's uh, how what time is it in Scotland right now? Uh, 8.30. Oh, definitely relaxation PM. hours. The lambs are sleeping. The Oh, yeah. The, it's slowly you know, winding outside. I don't know. <laughs> it's nice. Slowly winding. It's, it's like, like raining. Oh, slowly raining. That's great. Wow. Picturesque. Yeah, it's drizzling. Ugh. It's very rainy today. All I want uh, is and- someone to take one video of you running through a field in Scotland. <laughs> That's all I want. Oh. I think I actually have a video of myself doing that. Um, I also took a video. I don't know why I never sent this to anyone, but I took a video of me <laughs> literally making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, there were actual molehills on the ground, and I like set up my phone and took a video of me like <laughs> like pretending it was a mountain. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I thought it was really funny. I never watched it back, what? and I never sent it to anyone. It's just living in my phone. What? Wait a minute the lead you should have told me that the minute we start the minute you made that video honestly i don't what? know why i why didn't did you, that's such a repressed memory for you that i would have enjoyed that I legitimately, pun tremendously I the name of our podcast is a pun christina i would have loved that you need i i'm a little hurt that you didn't I, think of me when you said i mean i just i think i just did it because i was like he 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 and then i just was like no one can know <laughs> Keep all the best secrets the to world. yourself. That's it. <laughs> There's also a video on my phone of me going in the middle of a giant like field on a hill going, the hills are alive. Wow. And then I go, with just me. It's just me here. <laughs> and that's the video. I'm like, why did I take all of these random videos? If you're in a field, you should. not do anything with them. Yeah. Like, you should make a compilation video of you in fields. <laughs> really, I think. 
I'm so weird. <laughs> I feel a little betrayed, but it's okay. We'll, we'll move on past it. I think at least when you're in Scotland, you should remake the beginning of To All the Boys 1, where she runs into the field in the dress. Yes. Oh. If, uh, if I had a dress, I would do that. Well, <laughs> you could still run into a field. I can do run a into a field. Spin. I, I'll do that at some point. Currently, the sheep are not in the field behind my grandparents' house, so maybe I'll do that on a sunny day. Wow. After all the snow melts. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Just for you. Thank you. I feel so loved. Okay. As you should. Uh, Wouldn't do that for just anyone. I feel chosen, as you would say, as Peter Kavinsky would say. Oh, stop. I know. Stop. Okay. All right. I'm gonna cry. This movie was so real, too. Like, there were some moments it where was. I was like, ooh, that was, <laughs> that was too real. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Ugh. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. I right. thought the the like writing was really good in this. So good. I mean, they're good in all of them, but yeah, yeah this one was. But I was like, mm, nice. Yeah. It was a good tone. It was like. Yeah. Felt strong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Ready? It is. Yeah. Senior year. And Laura Jean and her family are in Korea and they're living it up on spring break. And they're having the time of their lives. And uh, Laura Jean's dad is like, I'm going to propose to Trina, our neighbor. And they're all like, oh, my God, dad, yes. And then uh, and then they go and look for this lock that her and her um, her mom and her dad or her mom put on for her dad on this like lock bridge thing. They find it. It's a very cute moment. I love, love lock bridges. I'm yeah. a big fan. I think it's great. I think it's very cute. I'm a big fan. And very um, cute. And then when they she find wrote this a love wish lock on the back. Oh yeah, she wrote a wish on the back. And she's like Eve plus Dan for the rest of my life. And she got her mm-hmm. wish and it was so nice and it was very touching. It was so good. <laughs> Tears. 10 out of 10. We loved. We loved. And then I was very emotional immediately. Oh, yeah. That got me. That got the old. Immediately. The old misty eyes right in. (laughs) I mean, really, when they started playing the first like two seconds of this movie, I was like. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to cry. Yep. I was like, oh, God, it's real. It's happening now. (laughs) I was like, ooh, should I take my antidepressants or should I watch this movie? (laughs) I had the Kleenex right next to me. It was uh, I was prepared. (laughs) Um, I love it. So they're in Korea. They do this love bridge. They're on why they're on the bridge. Kitty meets a boy named Day, and mm-hmm. it's a real meet cute. They immediately are like chemistry all around. We love to see it. Excellent B plot, <laughs> if you ask me. And then they return Agreed. to America, where it is revealed that Laura Jean. Well, it's revealed in Korea on a FaceTime call. But anyways, Laura Jean is trying to go to Stanford. Because Peter got into Stanford on a scholarship for lacrosse. Beautiful. Wonderful. Sure. Whatever. (laughs) A bunch of... I have a lot of feelings about that. I feel like it's impossible to get a scholarship on lacrosse, but like... I feel like it is too. Yeah, I felt like that was... I was like, that... It's not, but it feels like Stanford is not the place to get a scholarship to lacrosse. Absolutely not. Okay, and then... What happens? At, what fuck? Oh, so Peter, yes, get <laughs> a what fuck. Uh, uh, Peter um, gets a scholarship to play lacrosse at Stanford. So Laura Jean is waiting on her acceptance into Stanford, whether she's going to get in or not. And um, it is quickly revealed that Laura Jean does not get into Stanford, unfortunately. But in a twist and turn of events, she um, 
accidentally uh, leads Peter on to believe that she did get into Stanford, resulting in Peter taking her out for like a celebratory dinner. And he asks her to prom. And it's just all a big misunderstanding. But she like doesn't have the nerve to like say, no, I didn't actually get into Stanford because he's like so excited about it. And mm. yes. And then in another twist and turn of events, their entire senior class is going to New York City. <laughs> Honestly, they're so fucking rich. This, like the Swiss not the Swiss Alps. The ski trip in the first movie. I I know. It's I was like How? No. How do you get so many trips? How do you get so many funded school trips and go to Did nice you hotels? Have trips? No. In- School? No. I just can't get over how like rich this high school is, but I just have to remind myself it's it's just a fake world. So liberal that some people live in, but not us. Yeah, so liberal where it's so easy to like sneak out in New York City and fucking party, party, party. I can't. I can't even deal. Oh my god. Okay, so I know. (laughs) Okay, back into these synopsis. So Laura Jean and Peter and the whole high school go to New York City where she breaks the news finally to Peter. They sneak out from the hotel and she goes, Okay, here's the deal. I didn't get into Stanford, but I got into UC Berkeley, which is only an hour away. So I can like come visit you on weekends. And then he's like, Oh, and then after your first year, you could just transfer. Boom, bada bing. Mm -hmm. And like you think there's so many like breakup red herrings i think in this movie so many (laughs) so many there's so many points and this is like the first big one where i was like holy shit he's gonna be mad at her for like lying to him and like all this stuff legitimately i typed in my phone at this point yeah if they don't have sex before they, or if they break up before we get to see a sex scene, I'm gonna be furious. Hundred percent. That's how I felt. That's how I felt going into the like end of the second movie. Whole I'm like, movie. yeah. At the end of the second movie, I'm like, okay, they didn't fuck in this movie. If they don't in the third, personally, I'm I'm upset about this, but we'll get into it. Later. Okay. 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 Anyway, so so he doesn't break up with her, but um, you know, they have this plan where she'll just transfer from UC Berkeley to Stanford after her first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're still in New York City and the next day uh, Peter and Laura Jean get split up and Laura Jean goes on like a day trip with Chris around the city and um, they have the time of their lives they're taking pictures Laura Jean's having a real New York moment she's living Mary Kate and <laughs> Ashley Olsen's life she's loving mm. New York minute baby she really is they go to Washington Square Park they have a real when Harry met Sally <laughs> moment and then she realizes NYU is right there. And guess who else is right there? Jen, who has not been part of this cool trip at all for some reason, but is on a <laughs> campus tour of NYU and also gets invited Jen, to an otherwise known as Guinevere in, <laughs> in our uh, our fanfic episode that's on Patreon. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Every time I saw Trina in this movie, I kept like thinking of that. I know. I was like, Trina, you skeevy bitch. <laughs> You guys need to listen to our fanfic episodes on Patreon and you'll know why Trina is a skeevy bitch. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean not in this movie anyway. obviously, but like in the in yeah. the fanfiction world. In the fanfic. In the fanfiction yeah. world, there's a lot of possibilities. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> um so J- Jen's like, "Oh, I got invited to a New York university college party by this girl giving me a tour of campus why don't you guys come and like for some reason they're like yeah definitely we'll come to this party and this party is 
the least crowded rooftop party I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what the budget for this rooftop party was, but it's incredible. And Laura Jean has a real another New York City moment where she's like, wow, this is how college kids can live. This is how NYU kids can live. Jeez. And then she like hears a band and the band's playing this song that she's like loving and she's very invested in. And um, she goes on this adventure with Chris and Jen with these girls that they just met um, to go get a couch and put it like get a couch back from someone's ex-boyfriend. And basically they carry this couch onto the subway and they have a grand old time doing it. And Jen looks to Laura Jean and goes, this could be our future. And it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, planting the seeds of Laura Jean maybe wanting to go to NYU, right? And then we get back to the West Coast and they go back to school. And um, what happens after that? Oh, and then Laura Jean plans an evening of date with Peter Kavinsky. And it's a great date. They go bowling and it's a big Lebowski moment and like they wear and wait 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 and Peter Kavinsky kisses a bowling ball which is the most pre-COVID energy I've ever seen in my life and I can't get over it yeah. I've made a TikTok about it and I'm upset I, yeah it's tra- it's very traumatizing for her we'll get into this I'm sure definitely um, but he <laughs> is pl- they're playing bowling and um, she has matching shirts for them it's incredible did you say they're playing bowling yes I accidentally said they're playing bowling <laughs> Man, you know, very so good at sports, Sarah. <laughs> You're such an athletic woman. They're playing bowling. They're playing bowling. Um, I love it. It's a real sport, okay? I believe that. Sure. I think it. I think it is. Maybe I don't know. If golfing's there a sport, are if yeah, if golfing's a sport, I if feel like bowling's golf a sport. Is a sport. Yeah, bowling's a sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. Same concept. Like get the ball to go to the place that you need it to go. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm with you. Okay. And then when they're at the bowling alley, here's the thing. Peter Kavinsky's estranged father approaches him and it is a real fucking mood killer. Gotta say this guy, first of all, hundred percent, not even hot. So like. Compared to Peter Kavinsky's mom, who we see in the first movie, who's a total knockout bombshell, like, hot woman. Yeah. This guy, foolish for leaving her. Foolish. Very confusing. Yeah, because he's, like, the nerdiest-looking non-Peter Kavinsky. He looks like someone Peter Kavinsky would, like, bully, right? He'd, like, gorilla grew this guy's ass cheeks. Who the dad is? Yeah. He's the dad in The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Netflix Which loves to stay in the I, family. Yeah, but also like like they it it honestly shocks me that they couldn't get uh what's his face? What's his face? You know, the guy that looks exactly like Peter or Noah Centineo. You know, everyone knows. Hang Mark on. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark exactly. Ruffalo. Exactly. You think Mark Ruffalo is going to be this guy's motherfucking dad? That's what I'm saying. Okay, this is the point I'm trying you know, to make. No offense to yeah. Henry Thomas. He's a great actor. No offense. Plays the role great. quite well, but it no, yeah. looks nothing like Peter Kavinsky. It's the worst casting yeah. choice. It's a far it's mistake. Like, it's just, I want to know what happened. Like something had to have happened because yeah. he had to be their first choice because everyone knows they look and sound the same. Exactly the same. Maybe he was making one of those stupid Avenger movies. Anyways, P- 
Peter Kavinsky's dad approaches him and says, hey, Peter, I want to see you before you leave for college. Do you want to come bowl with me? And like he just happens to be there at the same time. And Peter's like, no, no, thanks. And like, we'll see. Maybe, you know, like nonchalant answers. And um, they leave the bowling alley. And in the car, uh, Peter is like talking about how he's like conflicted with his dad because his dad, you know, obviously left his mom to go remarry and like start a new family. And he feels very abandoned by him and like pretty much only feels like his dad is like talking to him because he's going to college and all this stuff. But um, Laura Jean is like, well, maybe you should talk to him one more time and like just see what he has to say kind of thing. And um, and he, they just have this such a nice moment. But then Peter Kavinsky goes, I just don't want to feel like I'm not being chosen or, you know, like I feel like it's it's terrible feeling not feel chosen. And then she goes, I choose mm-hmm. you, Peter Kavinsky. And it's so cute. But at the same time, she's thinking about NYU and how much she loves New York. So it's conflict right yeah. there, baby. Internal conflict all around. And then we move on. And she goes home. And guess what? Laura Jean has gotten into NYU. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. And she's thinking about NYU and she talks to Margo about it and she's like really into it. And basically she decides ultimately that she wants to go to NYU and she tells Peter, yeah, I want to go to NYU. And at first he's like, oh, you're going to NYU for a year and then transferring to Stanford. And she's like, no, I think I want to go to college at NYU the whole time. And he's like, oh, full stop. Yeah. And it's full drama, baby. Full drama. Okay. You know it. We're moving ahead. And now it's prom night. Yeah. So they go to prom. Jen is convinced, or not Jen, sorry. Chris is convinced by Trevor to go to prom. She's very anti, you know, establishment. So she's not into it. Whatever. While she is going to prom with Laura Jean and they come down the (laughs) stairs and Trevor goes, wow. and, And Peter Kavinsky goes, wow. And like it's a moment. <laughs> and Owen Wilson was there. Wow. <laughs> yes. And oh, oh, okay. Sorry, forgot to mention this. Laura Jean's dad does propose to Trina back in the beginning of this movie and all this like <laughs> C plot happening. So we have Peter Kavinsky's dad. We have Kitty who has a boyfriend now. And also Laura Jean and her da- Laura Jean's dad is getting remarried. It's a lot. This is Laura Jean says it feels like everything is changing so fast all all at one time shifting under my feet mm-hmm. and Trina like moves in as well yeah why she leaves for New York so it's like damn girl fast but they're neighbors so I get it it makes sense mm-hmm. and they are engaged yeah they're engaged and um so listen here's what happens they go to prom they dance have a little dance off for some reason a lot of these white boys that she's friends with all want to break dance at this prom they're break dancing all break dancing (laughs) and it's a little tense between Peter Kavinsky obviously and Laura Jean because Laura Jean has decided to go to NYU Peter is obviously going to Stanford they know that they're like probably going to have to separate at some point they don't really know what they're going to do it's a little up in the air 
Um, And on top of all of this, Peter um, is prom king and he has to like go do his prom king duties. And he's so popular and beloved and everyone want to hang out with Peter. And Laura Jean kind of ends up just staying alone at prom for a little bit. And she feels kind of lonely. And then he finally comes over and they do a dance. And she's like, I was a little lonely. And he's like, well, we should fix this. And, you know, they do their little (laughs) their jig and and it's it's fun. And they dance slow and it's very nice. And um Okay, here's what happens next. They leave prom. They go back to Laura Jean's house. And he goes upstairs with her because Laura Jean's like, do you want to come upstairs with me? And he's like, okay. And they go upstairs into her room. (laughs) And here's the thing. We think it's going to be sexy time, right? Like, Laura Jean's, like, she... We've been waiting for it. She's, like, ready to... Like, she, like, holds him by the hand. They go into the room. And then she goes, like, this is what I got. This is what I'm doing for you. Um, Instead of writing in your yearbook, because we have so many memories together. And she puts together this little, like, box of all their notes and stuff. And it's very cute. And he gives... She gives it to her. Or she gives it to him. Pardon me? Gives it to him, and he's like, oh, wow, this is so nice, blah, blah, blah. But it kind of feels like a, like well, a... Well, she says, she goes, it's something to remember us by. Yeah. Big red flag, Laura Jean. Yeah, it's a little sus. The whole thing is a little sus. And then they start kissing, and Laura Jean kind of starts trying to, like, get Peter Kavinsky's pants off. You know what I'm saying? Drama. And Peter Kavinsky's like, whoa, 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 hold up, LJ. What's going on? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what's up, Cubby? <laughs> and he, and then she's like, well, Kavinsky, I want to get in your pants. She doesn't say it like that, though. And I hope not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kavinsky, I want to get in your pants. <laughs> you sound like the lady from Monsters, Inc. who's at the front desk. Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to summarize here. Wazowski. We're just trying to summarize. I'm trying to get the highlights, okay? I don't want to. I don't want to talk <gasps> about these teens. Let me in your pants. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. He's like, "Well, why now? Why on prom night? Why are you trying to like sleep with me right now?" And she's like, "Well, um, I just feel so distant, and I want to feel closer to you, and blah blah blah." And he's like, "So you feel insecure with our relationship?" And he's like, "You're trying to fuck me so that you feel less insecure." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like that feels wrong yeah he was like morally i'm against this and he leaves and he's like i'm breaking up with you laura jean and she's like what and he's like well we're gonna break up eventually might as well just do it now and he leaves and she starts crying it's devastating and very sad yeah and remember how earlier i was like this whole movie is a red herring of breakups well here was the breakup yeah (laughs) and um but hold on, there's more. There's twists. We know this. It's Laura Jean's life, and she loves a little drama. Okay. Of course she does. <laughs> and so she goes to, um, the, the next day she wakes up, and it is her father's uh, wedding day, and he texts her and is like, should I still come to the wedding? And she's like, well, if we're broken up, then no, you shouldn't come, which makes sense and is the most responsible choice. And, you know, whatever. Like, and he says, okay, well, I won't be at the wedding. And, um, doesn't go. But then we see her getting ready for the wedding and everything's so happy. And like, she basically is like, I'm so happy for my dad. You know, it's the end of my relationship, but it's the beginning of his. And I'm just like, she's having a great time with her family. 
and um, it's really sweet and very nice. And it's very cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, there is. Yeah, the last part of this movie is like, oh my god, so much, so much emotions. I know. I know. Um, okay, so then they get married. Oh, and then why she's getting what ready for the wedding. Um, at the meantime, Peter goes on a like um a coffee and gets coffee with his dad. And it's really awkward and he pretty much comes clean about what his dad has made him feel like. And um they have a great little moment where they're both very honest with each other and yeah. see some real adult Peter Kavinsky. Behavior, in my opinion, I think yes, King. Yes, it was, King. I, I was like, call this a maturity arc because I love to see it. I've, I feel like Peter Kavinsky really just embodied the term "yes, King." Yeah, I think this was a and good the, movie for like, Peter Kavinsky. It was great. Third movie, Peter is my favorite. Peter, me too. <laughs> it's a lot of emotional maturity from Peter, and I just want to say, fuck you, fuck you, John Ambrose. Uh, you John know Ambrose what? could never he, confront his dad. He, John Ambrose doesn't even make an appearance in the third movie. <laughs> he could fucking never. <laughs> I don't even think the guy who plays John Ambrose, like, promotes the third movie, you know? Probably not. Because um, the people were like, we don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, it was just you that wanted it. It plays the, in the recap of her life, though, at the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Here's what happens. Trina and her dad get married and it is a really nice moment and they have a wonderful evening and everyone's so happy. Margo's there and they're all having a nice time and they have a great sparkler send off for her, you know, father and now her stepmother. And um, now it's just the girls and Margo goes upstairs to go to bed and Kitty is acting weird and she goes... You need to go outside and check the tent, Laura Jean. And Laura Jean's like, what? And she's like, you just need to do it. <laughs> like, it's weird. And she goes outside and all of a sudden it's this table and it has these candles and these flowers. And the at the yearbook. beginning, or at the be- in the middle of the table, it's the yearbook that <sighs> Peter Kavinsky, or she wanted Peter Kavinsky to sign. And in the yearbook, she opens it and it's, they're meet cute because here's the thing Peter remembers exactly how he met Laura Jean and he I have chills I have chills and it's so good and it's the best part of this movie and he goes like we met this day in elementary school and you went to go accept an award for being on time or you know like in school every day and your hair got stuck in the chair and I helped you and that's how we met and it's so nice it. and it's so nice and, and he, also like getting your long hair stuck in a chair in elementary school is so relatable yeah because every chair it's in elementary school content. Sc- sucks yeah it sucks it sucks you know how much of my hair is still probably stuck in those little metal things of the elementary school chairs so many it's probably so many my head. yeah those chairs <sighs> suck okay listen <sighs> and then it goes on and he goes we have been through so much together, you know, so much. And he writes a new contract, a la first movie, bringing it back, baby. And Peter Kavinsky is like, listen, if you want to, I want to. And let's be long distance. I love you, Laura Jean. You know, you're my girl. You're my ride or die. You the, the Bonnie to my Clyde. 
you're the you're it's just great it's so good and he comes out and she's like emotional he's like oh my god and then they sign the contract because she loves him and then they play their song that he's decided he's like i like this song when you sent it to me i liked it it's just that we needed a moment to you like listen to the song together and boom it's so good it's so good. I love it. <sighs> and they part their separate ways, and she goes to New York, and he goes to Stanford, but they're still in each other's hearts, always and forever. <laughs> always and forever, baby. Boom, bam, yeah. mic drop, baby. I want to jump right into um, the sex scene okay. situation. All right. Because... They do finally have sex. I don't know if you mentioned that. Yeah, they do. You didn't actually. <gasps> oh my I don't god! Think. They do have sex yeah. oh. after after they dance. They go upstairs and have sex. Yes. Sorry, forgot to leave that out. <laughs> Jesus, that's important. Okay. Yeah, they do. Her, her dad and her new stepmom are gone coincidentally on their wedding night. Mm. Um, and so Lara Jean's like, tonight's the night, baby. Uh, and they have sex, and we don't get to see anything. Nothing. We only see them from, like, sex. the shoulders we up. We just see them, like, yeah. I'm like, you could have given us more than this. Yeah, because, like, did, we didn't have to see anything, but we wanted more, more abs, you know, romantic sexual experience. Yeah, let's see some, like, uh, unzipping. Let's see some shirts like, coming off here. It doesn't have to be Bridgerton, but we wouldn't hate it if it was. Take your sweater off, Peter Kavinsky. It's all I want to see. All right. <laughs> like, it just, um, I just, I felt, uh. Shorted. You know. Slighted. Shorted. Yeah. I felt shorted by that. I didn't, I was just like, are you serious? This is it. I've been waiting three movies for this. Yeah, I know. That's why the fanfic is so steamy for this series, clearly. Yeah. yeah, I was like, we're going to be needing to do some more fanfic episodes because that's where the hot stuff is. Yeah, I know. It's like you can't have a first movie where you like make out in a hot tub and a third movie where you just like, what? Yeah. Like fucking a like bed? The, missionary? Like what? The hot tub scene was way hotter than anything in this movie. Yeah, definitely. I think when it comes down to it, I will rewatch the first movie over and over again, I probably won't rewatch the second two that much. Yeah, me neither. But it was a really good like conclusion, you know, a great conclusion, and I think it was really good. Yeah, um, and it felt real I, to yeah, Laura Jean's, really you know, style. Yeah. Like she chooses herself, but you know, she's gonna mm-hmm. do what she wants. Yeah, she's a Libra. Um, she likes the drama. Yeah, <laughs> she loves a little bit of drama. She does. It's true. She does. And we can't help it. It's the way we live. Um, okay, I'm going to start with my number one, I think, biggest disappointment of this movie. Yes. I hate her prom dress. I think it's ugly. <laughs> I do, too. I think it's so ugly. How are you going to have that beautiful blue it. dress in the second movie? And you're going to wear that to prom? I know. And her, and her hair. hair. Oh, it, it looks so awful. Bad. It looked it was not, not good. cute. I felt was, so um, bad. It was very 2012. It was. It felt like too early 2000s prom. Like, I think it was very specifically 2012. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, I, when I was looking at prom dresses, mm-hmm. like, junior year, I was like, that's what I want. Because mm-hmm. that was junior year. I was 
it was 2012. Yeah. And I was like, this is fashion. Mm-hmm. But it's 2021. It was not cute. I felt so bad. It was not cute. I thought Chris looked amazing. Yeah. Loved the gloves. And, and that's, that's how I felt, too. I was like, this sucks that Chris looks like a better outfit than Laura Jean. A million times. Yeah. I was just like, what is happening to her hair? Like... The dress is just not good. It was not good. Yeah, because it's like her style in Korea is so cute, right? Like her style in this yeah. whole movie is so cute up until this point. The whole series. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know. Like her style is very good. And then all of a sudden she wears this awful like prom dress. And I don't even really like what she wears to the wedding either. I was going to say her wedding dress is boring. Yeah. It was like two boring just dresses. Like- yeah, it was a weird choice, yeah. and I think, uh, I think it was the wrong choice for her personal style. Mm-hmm. I think they were too basic. Mm-hmm. Um, like she definitely has a funkier taste than those. Yeah. At least we were, excuse me, we were led to believe that in the first two movies. Yeah. Um, especially after, like you said, that gorgeous blue dress in the second movie and her hair in that movie, everything. Like, she should have at least consulted Stormy. Stormy should have made an appearance in this. Yeah, it felt like... I felt betrayed a little bit. I was like, really? That's that's I, yeah, I felt that way when I, I saw the trailer like, though. Oh. I was like, this is what she wears? Like I was like oh, I didn't watch the trailer. Good for you though. You know Yeah. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like, once I see a trailer, I feel like I've seen the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I you've just shown me exactly what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you've set it up so I know exactly what the issue is gonna be here. Right. And I'm like, why even make a trailer if you're gonna just ruin the movie? Yeah. So No, I so hear I don't you. watch them anymore. No, I totally I haven't get watched that. them very, very long time. Especially um, with Netflix movies, they're very they're yeah. so much more revealing because they play that like 14 minute long trailer. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite scene? Should we just do favorite scenes? I guess. We kind of did like <laughs> our complaints first. So I feel like we should do something well, I positive. I feel like I have more complaints than that. You have more complaints than that? Okay, yeah. Yes. Hang on. I'm I'm reading my Okay. One of my other complaints in general, Laura Jean and Peter are kind of cringe. Yes. Like it's just mm, I don't mm, I don't love it. Yeah, but to some <laughs> extent it's like that's how high school couples are, you know? They yes, just want to some fuck extent, in you're public. Right. And they're annoying (laughs) and they'll make out anywhere because they have no sense of uh, privacy. Yeah, I don't know. Just something about them. I was just like, you're so cringy. (laughs) But I guess it's because I wasn't uh, really like that in high school with my boyfriends. They weren't uh, PDA guys. Ugh, no. (laughs) I I just kind of like. I was always, like, embarrassed by that, I guess. Yeah. So the fact that they're, like, so openly just, like, it's just kind of, they're just kind of cringe. This whole, well, Um, like, I mean, this is the most liberal school in America, as we've talked about several times. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Also, like, them being a couple that shares AirPods. I'm like, come on. (laughs) They're rich kids. I don't know what to tell you. They went on multiple senior trips. Like, I just didn't want to see that. I was like, there was no reason for them to be sharing AirPods when they were watching a movie on her laptop. No one else was in the room. Yeah. It's not like they were bothering anyone. I'm like, I didn't need to see that you share AirPods. Like, I get it if you're, like, traveling on, like, I don't know, public transport or something together and you want to listen to the same song. Mm -hmm. But, like, you don't need to be doing that in your own fucking living room. (laughs) Um, I don't like it. (laughs) 
Also, call the the entire situation where Lara Jean, who her reputation is that she's very smart, very hardworking, yeah, uh, pretty well rounded, yada yada, does not get into Stanford, and fucking Peter, who's I don't like believe not it. I don't known take that. for being no, smart, I don't believe that one second gets into Stanford for like lacrosse no. of all things. I'm just like, I don't believe you. No. This is not a um, a fucking plot line that makes sense. No. It doesn't track. Doesn't track. Um, and I like, but I liked the fact that Peter admitted in their conversation that it was kind of bullshit. Yeah. You know, like they had a specific conversation where he was like, he was like, you're way smarter than me. And it's dumb that you didn't get in. It is dumb. I don't believe she would ever not get into Stanford. Like that was so stupid to me. If she got yeah. into UC Berkeley, yeah. I feel like you could get into like if you're getting into like that's because UC Berkeley is also a really good school. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it. I didn't get it. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you 100 percent. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, let me see. My other complaints are. OK, the one is just a simple complaint. The uh, <laughs> scene where. Uh, Lara Jean's dad comes downstairs and she's baking like at night or early morning or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pours himself a giant glass of milk. Holy unnecessary. Excuse my pun. Um, <laughs> that's all. OK. Just unnecessary. Yeah. Who needs a glass of milk at that time? Unless you're four years old, you don't. Aiden from Sex in the City does. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring him into this. <laughs> Okay. All right. I still uh, maintain the fact that John Corbett is the hottest person in this trilogy. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's solid. He's maintained a great presence, beautiful, beautiful smile, and uh, casually brought in, had a conversation about a prolapsed uterus in this movie. I love it. And I love that. I love it. And he proposed, and it was a great moment. Yeah. Um, my only other complaint. Okay merges into an amazing thing that I think they did. Yes. So it's my my complaint is just generally about like Laura Jean and Peter and it's just that they're a same side of the table couple. Oh yeah, but I think that's a I think that was a design thing. It's a too. filming choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a filming choice. Yeah. However, I think the thing that is so amazing what they did with that mm-hmm. is the scene where it's like close to the center of the movie, the midpoint, and they're um at the diner together and they're discussing they're sitting on the same side of the side of the table mm-hmm. and they're um discussing NYU. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're they're just talking and like she's getting him whipped cream and all this other stuff, yada yada. Mm-hmm. And it's like a straight on shot of the two of them sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then right after she tells him she wants to go to NYU, there is a shift in the camera angle mm-hmm. and it swivels from like the front front facing um shot of the two of them around the back of Lara Jean's head and it is basically changes the over the shoulder shot to behind them yeah instead of in front of them which is amazing i just think it was beautiful and it casts both of their faces in shadow mm-hmm. um and it like really darkens the mood and i just thought it was really beautifully done yeah i thought it was awesome and it like 
it just the way they crossed the line and kept it the focus on his reaction and then how both of their faces were shadowed and it was like no longer like oh we're a same side of the table couple cast in the light like we're so happy and normal Mm -hmm. and then it just like immediately shifted to like dark and also much more cuts between them so yeah loved it. i thought that too i liked that part yeah i thought i it, loved it yeah i loved that i love that other crane shot they did where she was like in that in front of that statue in korea it's like one of the first mm-hmm. things i loved it oh my god i yeah, yeah that was good too man i really I, yeah i really did like all of their scenes in the diner i thought all of them were like really good i know they did a great job i just thought like the way this was filmed just was like, I think it was better than the other two in that mm-hmm. regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really good. Yeah. I think it was really beautifully done. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the things we like. Yeah. Everything. Okay. My favorite, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite scenes is when they go to Korea. It's my favorite part, I think, yes. of this movie. It's amazing. It's so cute. And like, they go to this 2D bakery where everything looks like it's like. Oh my like, God, Yes. Like, it looks like it's out of a picture book. It's so cool. It looks like it's drawn on paper yes, in lines. It's like, it's so sketched cool. on paper. Yeah, it's all, like, shift perspective or whatever, but it's, like, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And, like, um, they do karaoke, and, like, they go on this, like, three-person bicycle, and the scene on the bridge where they were looking for the locks was so <sighs> That was amazing. Sweet, and it was so good, and it was, like, such a nice moment for all of them and I love seeing mm-hmm. all the like sisters moments in this movie I thought it was I know so I do too uh, I do too it's so I, good I really love the sister moments yeah they're so good yeah I, love I also it. like forgot how small of a human Margo is oh yeah right because she's not really she's in the second movie at all <laughs> a tiny little person yeah she's so small <gasps> yeah it just shocked me I was like oh you're barely there <laughs> Um, it's like your shoulders are just so narrow, just, just, just itty bitty. Um, it just surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. I love the lock scene. Uh, although also I was like, that struck my, struck my COVID cord. Oh, cause of the germs. Again. Yeah. Cause I was just like, Ooh, why are we touching all of these locks? <laughs> Does anyone bring hand sanitizer? He was laying on the ground um, at one point. The dad. I know. It was gross. It's just like, it's funny because we know that this was filmed in what? Like 2018, 2019? Yes. 2019. Yeah. So we know it was filmed in 2019 because they filmed it at the same time as they filmed the second one. Um, and it's just so glaringly 2019 in like big ways and little ways. Mm-hmm. Like obviously the COVID stuff is pretty big to us now. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of like... I feel like small, uh, like pop culture references, or not pop culture, but like, yeah, I guess pop culture references. Yeah, he does um, the same anything like the way- boombox thing. He does the John Cusack oh, thing. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, I was talking about how like, like when Chris talks about the fashion, like the sneakers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like twenty twenty one sneakers are huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. 2019, they were on the come up. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, did I say 2019? 2019, yeah. That's the year we were living in now. In 2019, they were on the come up. But like Chris says, you can tell this was like written before that because she's like, are these cute? And Chris is like, no, you're going to look like a little tourist. Mm. And it's like, no, those are objectively very in fashion now. Yeah. 
those sneakers. Yeah, so I love little things like that, but I also hate it because I'm like, mm, that sucks. Whatever. <laughs> what are they going to do? It's whatever, but I'm like, oh, it sucks that you filmed this in 2019 and now it's like, we can tell. Yeah, but we're going to be so far, like, like in the next, like, hopefully, yeah, God willing. It's not going right? to matter. Yeah. It's not going to matter in the future, but looking at it right now, yeah. I'm like, mm, yikes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, it's the class of 2021, and they're all, like, in the graduation next to each other, breathing on each other. And it's yeah, sad no. because it's, like, I don't even think they have in-person classes still, and it's spring 2021, so that means, like, other students are going to be graduating, you know, not in yeah. big ceremonies again. But bummer, but at least we got to see Laura Jean graduate in person, <laughs> live. We loved it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I did think it was weird that they went to Korea for spring break. It feels like a very long way to go for a week. It's just like a 24 hour flight to get there. So yeah. I don't know how they did it. I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah, it's hard. I was like, that's that's too long of a trip. Maybe she took some time <laughs> off like in between like after before and after spring break. She was like, nah, school losers. Yeah, and like that when I when it first came on, I was like, "Oh, has to be summer." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, spring break. Never mind." I know it was weird. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish. But whatever. They were just trying to fit it in. Yeah, I wish we could have seen summer summer uh, uh, dynamic between Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky because that's like that would have been fun. What would have that been? You know, or is she working on at an ice cream shop? Is he playing lacrosse? What's happening? It's summer. What is the timeline from the first movie to the beginning of the second? All, I was just thinking thir- about third, this. Sorry. It's only two years. She starts dating. All of this happens with two Peter years. Kavinsky, okay. uh, the beginning of her junior year of high school. And then by the end of this, right. we see her graduation at the end of senior year. So this is like... So when does John Ambrose... Get in there. This when happens, does that happen? The Valentine around Valentine's Day after the ski trip. So sh- by the beginning of the of second movie, year. yeah, by the beginning of the second movie, they've only been together for like two weeks, like three weeks, pretty much. Okay, so we just t- totally missed the summer in the first half of senior year. Yes, exactly. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is weird. I see. Yeah. Right. That is weird. Yeah. That would have been fun to see. I know. It would have. But it's yeah. whatever. It You know. It's, I'm happy we got to see her go to college. I was really glad we got to see that ending. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I don't know. It's what I expected, I guess. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, exactly. And I was happy about I'm it. I'm glad also and they didn't like, do a goodbye scene. I kind of wanted them to break up, to be honest. I thought they were going to break up, too. I thought they were going to agree to, like, of, not be together. I was kind of for it. Yeah, I thought they were going to... What I thought was going to happen was that they were going to break up, but then it was going to be, like, a very sentimental, like, peaceful, mm-hmm. kind of amicable thing. <laughs> Cut to five years later, they meet in New York at the start of my fan fiction that I read. <gasps> What a dream. What a dream. And they have this real He's a professional lacrosse player. Yeah. And she's in college, but also works at a coffee shop with Lucas, who yeah. goes to Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> Which I thought only I thought Sarah Lawrence was only a girl school. Am I wrong? So did I. Yeah. I don't I think we're both wrong. I don't think it is an all girl well, school. Here's the thing in Ten Things I Hate About You, that's the school she wants to go to. That's the school uh Julia Stiles yeah, goes it's to. It's also the school that Allie goes to in the notebook. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I definitely thought Sarah Lawrence was an all-girls school. It was originally a women's college. Oh, and now it's not. But it became co-ed in 1968. Oh, okay, cool. Well, good for them. Very cool. Yeah. So, do you have any other favorite parts? Um, Let's talk about the wedding scene, the after-wedding scene. The the scene before they have sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love it. I was like, what are you trying to say? Sorry. All I'm trying to say is that the wedding scene, the after wedding scene, the before they have sex scene. (laughs) The yearbook scene where they dance and it's so nice. Yes. It's so nice. Love it. Oh, I love Love it. it. The thing is about this wedding is that that had to have cost 30 grand. Yeah, it was expensive. The tent rental is a lot. At least 30 grand. Yeah. At least. Exactly. I was like calculating in my head. I was like, those floral arrangements. Uh, there were so many flowers and tree branches mm-hmm. and things set up. The chair rental, that big hexagon. They had thing, lounge areas the in the curtains. in the tent. I was like, I was like, this has to be at least a thirty grand wedding, and it was catered. Yeah, you're right. It was expensive. I was. I'm thinking thirty to forty. Yeah, but yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much tents go for, but I'm betting one like that is a lot. Yeah, because it was a fancy tent. This was no tent that you just see, like, uh, you know, at a Harry Potter wedding. This ain't just a, a basic white tent. No. It's a, it was yellow chiffon. It was beautiful. It was a really nice wedding. I really liked it. It was so nice. I thought it was very it was elegant. Beautiful. Yeah, it was very classy. And I yeah. love a sparkler send-off, to be honest. I'm a real... Who doesn't? Yeah. It's a classic thing. It's really nice. And it's not like throwing rice, because throwing rice is apparently bad for you bad. and uh, bad for bad. the environment, and don't do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is bad. Um, yeah. A lot of people throw, like, dried flower petals and things. That's, That's nice, fun. too. That's fun. At my sister's wedding, well, at her, like, mini wedding in Colorado, we threw aspen leaves. That's so, I, I love that. I love that. That's so it fun. It was so freaking beautiful. They were, like, bright orange. And, um, it was, it was so pretty. October foliage. I love. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was perfect, like, 60-degree weather, like, 65 degrees. Next day, it snowed. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. I love I love the grand gesture. I thought the grand... I thought, thought that it was, like, yeah. a good grand gesture for him, because at first, at the beginning of the movie, it was so funny. There's this part where Laura Jean goes, we're not a oh, good rom-com yeah. couple. Oh, my God. I know. And he's like, all I've learned from rom-coms is that it's okay to interrupt weddings. And I'm like... <gasps> Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like he's gonna interrupt the wedding. <laughs> I really thought that was like, like I said, I know, red herrings like, everywhere in this one. I was like, totally, yeah, misdirection, misdirection for me. What was it that he said? Um, oh, he was <laughs> like this far into their relationship, like two years in, without knowing what a meet cute is. Oh, I know, I know. I was like, where have you been? Yeah, like absorb like, this information. What are you doing? Ugh. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. I guess. I love, guess we'll just ignore that. I love that he was excited about getting all the Korean face mask presents. I thought that was great. <gasps> oh, it was so cute. How it was very like, very sweet, very tender. He's so the supportive. He's so supportive. This movie. I love Peter in this movie. Yeah, he's amazing. I think the best moment for me. I think this is my favorite scene, mm-hmm. is when Lara Jean tells him 
that she didn't get into Stanford and she like accidentally told him that she did and she's like freaking out. And the first thing he says to her is not like, oh, like, why did you lie to me? It's like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, hold up. First of all, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, this is why we love Peter. Yeah. This is why we stand Peter, even though John Ambrose came in the picture for a no, hot second. The, the third we movie. We stand Peter because at his core, he is such a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he is so caring and sweet. And like, you know, it's just, I just love it. He's so supportive like, yes. of her. He really is. And like when she's, when, like in the prom scene, when she he's like, how is it being like date of the prom king? And she's like, honestly, a little bit lonely. My first reaction in my mind was to be like, Ugh, did you really need to say that right now? Yeah. And his reaction was like, well, let's fix that. And I was like, well, you're better than I, Peter. He's so emotionally <laughs> mature. Like, I don't even think his. And then he decides to get lo- when he decided to get lunch with his dad. For me, that was like the moment I was like, oh, my God, Peter Kavinsky is an adult. Like, he's more <laughs> mature than I. I don't even think that, like, I have the emotional maturity to, like, do what Peter Kavinsky did because I, it's a lie. It's a lie. Different situation. Uh, yeah. Different but like, situation. oh, my God. He was just like, I hate him, but I love him or I miss him. And it's just like that's that's hard for like teenagers to deal with yeah. all that. So he real glow up in this movie. And then he wanted to learn yes. how to French braid Laura Jean's hair. I know. Like so nice. I love that because my dad is a French braiding dad. Oh, he knows how to braid? <laughs> wow. He's very good at French braiding. (laughs) And I think that that's Peter's future. Lacrosse coach braids his daughter's hair just like my dad. Yeah, maybe Peter Peter Kavinsky. by the age of 40. Yeah, maybe Peter Kavinsky gets really into like science or something. Becomes Dr. Peter Kavinsky. Becomes a researcher. Yeah, what if that happens? He goes to Stanford. That's a research university, man. Turns out he's my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Oh, my God. But like, I'm happy that Laura Jean like chooses herself you know me too she chooses herself this movie man and that is satisfying that is good i also think we need to discuss how in laura jean's little fantasy of like oh when i go to stanford when i get married to peter when i release my first book her first book is a romance entitled whoa 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 I love that. Did you notice that? Yeah, I saw that. That was so funny. I didn't notice it until I saw Lana Condor's tweet about it. And then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that was so funny. I love the outfit she wore in her like um, professional cute. life montage. It was so good. So cute. Mm-hmm. I love her like... I love her whole vibe. She just wants just, to write I love books. Her. I loved it. When she honestly, yeah. one of my favorite moments also is when she's talking to Margot and she's talking about all the reasons she wants to go to NYU because I was like, oh my God, like it's so exciting to see her like be in this whole new stage of her life where she's going to be like a real grown up, growing up right before her eyes. <sighs> and like when she learns that like the campus of NYU is like the city. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you're just finding this out now. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so like I love it. Good. Though. Yeah. I love to see the growth in both of them. It's very exciting. Oh, definitely. I just I, I particularly love Peter in this, but I also obviously always stand Laura Jean. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. No, hold I mean, on. I have I have no complaints about Laura Jean. Oh yeah, no, me neither. I love I love it. I love this movie. I thought, okay, I also really liked the um Kitty now has a boyfriend dynamic. 
Yes. <laughs> because this whole series, she's always so conniving. She's always trying to, like, set someone up. I know. And even in this last movie, she still, like, orchestrates Peter Kavinsky and her getting back together. And yeah, it's so good. But she's like, I'm busy with my long distance boyfriend who doesn't like Harry Potter. So I'm going to change him. I loved it. And she's like, I'm oh, my God. My favorite thing that Kitty said was when she was like, I didn't tell you or I don't remember what she says, but uh, Laura Jean was about to, like, get mad at her and like chase her. And she goes, you're not allowed to be mad at me because I am heartbroken and sad. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yes, Kitty. Yes. I love it. I loved that part. Oh, I mean, I really loved like her relationship with Kitty in this one because and then Kitty's like the youngest child. I, I miss you at 12. Yeah. It's so I'll miss you at 12. Sweet. I was like, stop, that's me. I was like, youngest sister, I'll miss everyone at 12. That's so sweet. <laughs> and it's like so oh my god. This really felt like a good like ending, but it all also is like mm-hmm. so satisfying because you can think about all the nice things that's going to happen to Laura Jean in the future. Yeah. Because we've spent Do you all these years with her. There's going to be. Oh, sorry. Oh, nothing. I just said we've spent all this all this time with her. All this time with LJ. I love her. <laughs> Me too. Um, I was going to say, do you think there's going to be a spinoff about Kitty? That's what I'm saying they should do. I think they should do a Kitty spinoff. I think spin-off. there's going to be one. There should be. I think it's already in the works that should happen i think that's what the people deserve to see is a more opinionated Laura so Jean. <laughs> exactly <gasps> she's got a lot going for her yeah it's so great i love i love kitty i loved this oh god i love this movie i thought it was such a good ending live inside the world of this production design you know oh my god i know right I just want to live on this set. Yeah, I know. Really, the wedding scene, like, inside the tent, I was like, stop. Beautiful. Their tent, their house. Yeah. I love it. I love it all. Yeah, it was so good. Um, That's amazing. Do you have any fun facts so i don't have any fun facts there's only two right now um i did (laughs) watch the netflix after party starring uh it's hosted by um david spade from bench warmers adam sandler's best friend what yeah it's weird joe dirt okay yeah he hosts like an after party where he interviews all these people and it's kind of like eh, it's whatever but there is a good sequence where it's like david spade and fortune um feimeister like (laughs) pretending to audition to be like characters in this series. I love that. I love her. And Fortune auditions to be um, a lunch lady (laughs) that gives advice to Laura Jean. I love that. I would have loved that. It's really funny. So I highly recommend it. There's some great behind the scenes information you can learn from them. Not a ton, but it's pretty good. You know? Amazing. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to discuss about Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky? Have we talked all our favorite moments? Lucas has a boyfriend. <gasps> Lucas Love goes it. to prom with... Um, uh, oh, wait. We haven't talked even about Laura Jean and Jen. That's also a dynamic that we haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura Jean and Jen kind of become friends, which is cute. Jen kind of, I am firmly in the camp that Jen just wants a friend. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think Jen really is just at a point in her life where she's like, I haven't had any real friends for a very long time. <laughs> so she's like, let me just um, try being nice. Yeah, I think so, too. And honestly, I was thinking about it and it's like, you know, you're like childhood friends. You might not have been that close with at certain points in your life. So it's like if her and Laura uh-huh. Jean have been like close their entire lives and then in high school had that falling out and weren't friends and then like now are friends again before they leave. I feel like that makes sense. That's normal. I feel like that too. There's definitely been people I've done that with. Yeah. Yeah. And like there have been friends I've had like who we we were like really close in elementary school and middle school and then in high school like we just were in different friend groups. Yeah. And then like we became really good friends like after college or in college. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was yeah. really nice. I, I think that's pretty natural. Yeah. I also really loved the scene with her and Chris like I liked the um, roof party little sequence scene. I thought that oh, was me so too. fun. I love the pink couch. Yeah. The expensive pink couch that there's no way a college student would own that expensive of a pink couch. I mean, that pink couch literally is from anthropology and costs $2,000 and has to be custom made. At least. Um, At least. So. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. couch, but yeah, it's a very Trust expensive me, I one. I wanted the red version. My sister said no, and I had to obey. <laughs> It's also as believable as, like, them having a rooftop party that's, like, not that crowded and, like, very low-key. I know. But also very beautiful and tasteful. And, like, a live performance of a song. I know. Like, what? Like, like that's actually good. Is that how it is with New Yorkers? Artists of New York, tell us. Is that how your <laughs> life is? Because that's how the movies portray it. So I'm going to guess it's real. It was like when Harry met I Sally in real so. life. But... Ugh. But even the party in When Harry Met Sally at New Year's is more crowded than that rooftop party. So crowded. Such a crowded party that stresses me out every time. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, it makes some space. Okay, here's a complaint I have about that scene, though. There is a point where Chris and Jen both say there's so many hot guys here. I see zero men at this party. None. There's only women. It's like a very... It's all women. You would think this is a women and gender studies party. Like, honestly. It probably is. That's the only reason they would invite 17-year-olds to it. It's the only reason they would, one, invite 17-year-olds, and two, have an indie band giving a live performance, like, with that kind yeah. of setup. You know? I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't, mm, yeah, I don't get it. It was weird. But it was fun energy. Yeah. I didn't love Laura Jean's out- chosen outfit for that day. Not that I didn't like the dress mm-hmm. and sneakers. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it for the day. I didn't like the day. belt. Yeah, I didn't think it made sense. Yeah. I didn't like Chris's outfit like, for is... the New York at all. Me, didn't, nothing about Chris's looks was consistent. Yeah, weird, right? That's it the costume all over the shop. The costuming on this one, costuming. questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Questionable. Questionable. Peter's remained the same, but that's because he's just basic white boy. Well, yeah, but Peter didn't uh, even get a sweater moment. Remember, he had the sweater moment in the end of the second movie? That's very true. Yeah. He did get the bowling shirt moment, though, which I loved. Oh, that was I so good. I loved the pink bowling shirt. I love the fact... I want one. <gasps> Sarah, <gasps> should we make can we order matching custom yes. bowling shirts yes. for us? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep, in the same God. exact color thank scheme? Thank God we're on the same page. Yes. It's same exact color Obviously. scheme. Obviously. I'm going to look it up immediately <laughs> after this. There's someone on Etsy who does it, I'm sure. A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. That's a great idea, first and foremost. So congratulations. I, you want that. I want it. Love that. I want it. Love that idea. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I love just like the a length that Laura Jean goes to to do like plan everything about her life. Like they had a baking, like freshly baked goods at this bowling session, matching shirts. I she brought a picnic blanket to put over the table. To I'm like, you're doing doing way too much. I love I it. I love it. I love but it. You're doing too much. Honestly, I love it. I love it a I lot. Mean, this is, however, I say that, but this is coming from the girl who, on a first date with someone, <laughs> brought a full picnic of cut-up sandwiches, different, different, three different types of sandwiches. Wow. Uh, pasta salad. Wow. Um, something else I brought as well, and all in like a picnic bag, wine, cups, like utensils. Yeah. A full blankets for us to sit six feet apart. <sighs> um. So I'm doing too much, just like Laura Jean. Classic Libra, but you know what? I love it and I support it. <laughs> support it for you guys. Um, it was a great date. Hundred uh, percent. I yeah, love the bowling shirts. Where were we talking about before this? Uh, costuming, questionable. Yeah. Chris's outfits. Oh yeah, they were bad. They were bad. The only other they were second, very inconsistent. Yeah, the second fun fact I have about this movie: there's only two. One of them is one uh, out of the series. Part one and part three were filmed back to back. And um, I thought it was part two and part three. Wait, what? I thought it was two and three. Yeah, that's, okay. that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Part two and part three Sorry. were cut back to back. I was like, what the hell? Filmed <laughs> back to back. Whatever. You guys understand what I mean. Listen. Okay. They're in Canada. Who cares? All right. And then <laughs> the second fun fact is that at one point, Chris says, uh, we have all these stores in Portland. Like, you want to see Macy's? But why aren't they taking us to go see CBGBs? But that place has been closed since 2005. So sorry, Chris. Sorry to disappoint you. I don't even know what that is. It's a music venue that was like very um, famous and in New York for a long time. But they closed. Yeah. In like 2005. They closed a long time ago. rang a bell. Yeah. But I was like, ah, not going to look up. You'll see like men's shirts at a Target that say like CBGB. And it's just like in black and white. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, you know, it's what it's the vibe. It's like people who like like classic rock. You know, that's what they like Mm. is. <laughs> is memorabilia of a place they've never been to. You know, it's chill. Yeah. It's whatever. It's fine. The listeners couldn't hear my eye roll, so. <laughs> um, I'm happy about the sheer quantity of baked goods in this movie, I think. Me too. So good. You know what I'm a little bit uncomfortable with in this movie? Yeah. It's very specific. Uh-huh. Um, the sheer quantity of the color cyan. Is that yellow? Blue. Blue. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like there's so much like it's not turquoise, but it's like a light that like light bright blue. Yeah. There's so much of it. There's a lot of it. It's the shorts, so but that's it. how it is in the second movie too. It's like the color scheme. It and it's like it is the color scheme, but I liked it in the first movie and the second movie. Yeah. But it felt like just over the top in this one. I think for me, it was like everything was so aesthetic. Like. Yeah. And it was just like the color scheme for the wedding and the color scheme in all her baking stuff yeah. and the color scheme inside the house. And I was just like, this feels like too much. Yeah, it's like that in the second movie, definitely, because there's that one scene where it's like Valentine's Day. And like, if you watch it, there's no yeah. one who's not wearing red or gray, you know, like it's very specific. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, I I see what you mean. It's like that in the whole series. I like it. I think it's kind of like fun to watch, and I think it adds to like I the idea that you're I in agree. her world with her. You know? Yeah. So I agree in general. Yeah. I'm just saying in this movie they took it just one step too you're far. You're not a fan of me. the color blue. <laughs> no, I like the color blue, and I loved the way it was used in the production design of of season one, season one, <laughs> of the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> Of the first movie, I thought the usage of blue was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Inside the house, amazing. Yeah. Um, it was just that it was literally, it felt like everywhere in this mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah. Dial it back. But I liked it overall. It was just like too much. Yeah. But okay. Personal preference. Here's my big, I guess, like big, big. Uh, end of the series. Hot take? No, hot, not my oh. big uh, hot take, but my big end of the series question is: Do we okay. think Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky stay together in college? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> 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 I was like that's, I, mean, I feel bad because I watched the end of the movie and she's like, "Oh, we're it's she's we're like, not we're like not the other like couples. We're other Laura couples. Jean and Peter." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Bitch." You're 3,000 miles apart, and he's on the lacrosse team. And it's also like she gets so jealous when he, she's at the same and prom she, with him, and he's prom king, and he's like yeah. so beloved. And unless he goes to Stanford and everyone hates him, which unlikely, he's a very hot guy. Unlikely. And I also think she's just going to grow and change a lot. Yeah. And so is he. Yeah. And it's like natural and fine and normal. And like, I think that New York is going to change her a lot. Yeah. Like more than she thinks. Probably. I mean, it's like... But, like, I mean, I went to college with a boyfriend, and I was like, we're not going to break up. Yeah. Broke up, like, pff, like five months later. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I mean, like... Guess what? Best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, you never you never know. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think they stay together, because I think, like, you know, I think it's kind of... This whole series is a little bit about, like, how it's nice to just enjoy the moment and you can be sentimental yeah. and you can be, like, emotional and have all these feelings and that's cool. Um, but, you know, I felt like the third movie was all about how, like, time is going to, like, things are going to change and, like, things are going to happen mm-hmm. and time goes on. Yeah. So it's like you can't really yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. You can't live in the moment forever. You got a plan. I think they'll make it a year. A year. Who knows? And then they'll get internships over the summer, or they'll do study abroad, mm-hmm. or they'll do something, and they won't be able to maintain a relationship over 3,000 plus miles, because it's just not smart at that age. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I don't, I think that they'll, I think that Laura Jean will realize that. I think Peter will also just be too popular, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what. Uh, what people in the um, you know, who are deeply invested in these books and like, yeah, and like deeply and people who have read the books, yeah, because I haven't read the books, so they probably have a different um, uh, interpretation of their relationship. So yeah, and honestly, what surprised me a little bit about this series is that I knew Margot would be like, or this movie is that I knew Margot would be definitely like, okay, you should try to go to other colleges, try and leave out of state, like go to you know, go to schools on the East mm-hmm. Coast and stuff like that kind of thing. But I thought Margot was going to have, like, a conversation with her about how she shouldn't bring about a... About breaking up. Yeah, she shouldn't bring a boyfriend boy to, to college, college because that's what she did with yeah. Josh. And, like, they even bring it up yes. at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, how come it hasn't come up again? 
I was waiting for the exact same thing. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And I was like, okay, well, like my justification for this in my mind was like, okay, well, maybe that's just a manifestation of like the trauma of the mother's death on Margo. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that like the mom ever said to Lara Jean. And so it doesn't feel as important. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, maybe that's why it's just like it's important to Margo because that was like a specific thing between her and her mom. Mm -hmm. But she's like, this is not going to be important for Lara Jean, who's like really in love with Peter. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And has like fought for but their still, relationship. I, w- <laughs> I still feel like a conversation would have tied that together. You would think. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You would think. Is that I thought it was going to come up. I thought it was definitely going to come up, but it did not. Um, I did think that the yeah. thing with Kitty was going to come up where it was going to be like Kitty says, you know, I'm going to miss you when you go to college because I'll be alone and blah, blah, blah. You know, I knew that was going to be a dynamic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. That was cute. Unexpected from Margo. But I think Laura Jean, but that makes sense that she goes to New York. I believe it. I believe that's real. Yeah. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah. I think my takeaway from the whole series is I love love mm-hmm. and I love Laura Jean and Peter Kabinsky. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny Han. <laughs> yeah. I think my takeaway from the series is that I love these movies. Everything that happened to Laura Jean. Love I love her. And I can't wait to see Lana Condor in other movies. And I'm Me too. grateful for these movies because I love rewatching them and talking love about them. them and stuff. And they really brought us the rom-com resurgence. They did. I've, yeah. And it's also nice to think about all the like Asian American girls who are going to watch this and like have yes. this in their like arsenal of movies that they saw growing up that has inspired them. 100%. You know? I love that. Yeah. It's so nice getting a little bit of representation. Yeah. Just a taste is great. I agree. I think it was so great. Because also this these series, this movies, like always feel like kind of almost Wes Anderson movies to me. And like I watched mm-hmm, a lot of Wes yeah. Anderson movies growing up. And it's like, oh, my God, if they made a fucking Asian girl the star of a Wes Anderson movie when I was growing, that would have changed my life. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. I love that. I love these. I'm yeah. so happy for her. Yeah, I do, too. Oh. It's fantastic. Beautiful series. Beautifully done. Um, I will always love it to all the rom-coms I've loved before. It's this one. Yeah. This is the one we've loved. This is the one. These are the rom-coms. This is it. This is the series. I agree. Third third movie to me is second place. Second movie. Mm -hmm. No offense to the second movie. Brought a Stormy, who is one of our greatest. Love story. One of my favorite characters of this whole season. Or se- season. <sighs> yeah. This whole season. series. I know. I keep calling it a season. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Love it. Yeah. Love these movies. It's sad to be saying goodbye to these movies, but I guess it's never really goodbye when they're on Netflix. So. Yeah, we can rewatch them. We can revisit them. If there's something, dear listeners, if there's something we didn't talk about in regards to this full series that you need us to hash out, Tell us. Please. Yeah, let us know because we'll do Tell it us. for you. We'll hash it out. <laughs> we'll do we'll it. We'll do it. Like, you know, we like will. how we had the Peter Kavinsky versus John Ambrose minisode kind of. Yeah. yeah. We had to do it. We had to. <laughs> what are we missing from the to all the boys? 
Maybe our yeah. When you guys, what do you guys want to hear us discuss? Favorite and LJ send moments. Us your viewpoint. Favorite Peter Kavinsky yeah. moments. I don't know. Love yeah. it. Love it. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of our last to all the boys episode. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So if you want to get in touch with us, like we said. Tell us all um, all the things you'd like to hear. You can email us at romcomsweeveloved at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at to all the romcoms. Or you can find us on Instagram at romcomsweeveloved. Or you can find us on TikTok at romcomsweeveloved. <laughs> yeah. Um, and most importantly, please support us on Patreon. It's as little as like $3 uh, and you get secret content that we've recorded and put out for you guys and stickers and other lots merch it's it's very fun so more to all the boys content exactly so that is at www.patreon.com slash to all the romcoms so um we'll see you guys see you guys there yeah thank you guys for listening i hope someone binges all of our episodes that are like to all the boys themes back to back to back me I'd too. love to see. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should be like, so. what was our hot takes? What should we say Honestly, again? Honestly, I'm concerned about anything I said in that first episode. <laughs> maybe we could have a maybe we could have an episode where we revisit all of the movies and just talk about like all of them all at once. I don't I would know. Love that. I would love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I think I need to sit with my emotions for this third one. Yeah. For a little while still. Then we'll come back to it. We'll do a recap. Yeah. Yeah, right. I feel like we need to. I feel like it's in our our needs. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you, dear listeners, for taking this ride with us. We love these movies. We love you. We do. I love Christina. I love you, Sarah. Yeah. I love Lana Condor. (laughs) Me too. We cried a lot. This I can't believe we didn't cry during this episode. I feel like if I let myself I could. You know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think if I had like maybe two more mugs of wine, this would have been a (laughs) real tear jerker episode. I yeah. know. If I'd had anything else to drink, I would be crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so sad. It's sad that it's coming to an end. It makes me sad. I know. I uh, like almost don't want to press stop. <laughs> yeah. It, I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bye. And then I'm like, um. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll wrap it up. The listener. They're okay. done talking. Okay, bye, you guys. Yeah. Love you so much. Bye. We love you. We love love. Fall we in love. love. Bye. bye. <laughs> 